Little Follies, Life on the Bolotomy, Chapter 5, Begin. And it begins with a passage from Boating on the Bolotomy by the Christensen Sisters. As you approach Babington, note the large and unattractive water tower rising from the center of town. Topped by a winking red light, this tower serves as a beacon for ships at sea, much as a lighthouse would, though God knows a lighthouse would have been much quainter and more attractive. And one can't help but wonder why, if a water tower had to be constructed in the center of the town, those responsible for it could not have had the good sense to disguise it as a lighthouse or an obelisk or a tree, or something. Captain Andrew Leach lived alone in a shack under the water tower that dominated the skyline of Babington. The tower stood on four thick tubular legs, up one of which a small and fragile-looking ladder ran. At the top, the tank, an enormous sphere slightly oblate, rested on the leg. Around its equator, was a narrow walkway. The names of daring adolescents were painted all over the sphere, those of more recent generations obscuring those of boys who had long ago become men, and in some cases, legend. Largest of all, still discernible in fat black letters beneath the newer names, running all the way around the sphere, was Black Jacques Leroy which Black Jacques had painted on the day the tower was dedicated, August 13, 1905, when he was 69 and probably should have been beyond such pranks. Except where it had been painted with names, the structure had gone unpainted, since there were no daring adolescents in the Babington Department of Public Works to climb that rickety ladder. The tower had rusted to a ruddy orange, and in the setting sun, it was a magnificent sight, as magnificent as the sun itself. A boatman on the bay, when the day was done and the desire to be at home and at rest became so tangible that he could feel the cold glass in his hand, would see the tower above the roofs of the town, burnished by the late sunlight more magnificent in its way than any cathedral, earthy, not ethereal, speaking of the simple comforts of this life, of home, a shower, a comfy chair, a full glass, a full stomach. Rascal took me to visit Captain Leach one night when he was delivering half a peck of chowder clams to him. Rascal's father, like many another clammy, sent the captain a sack of clams now and then, and once in a while, a few dollars, too. When he was younger, Captain Leach had owned the boatyard at the end of the street where my big grandparents lived, the boatyard that was now run by his son, Leach's son's boatyard. Captain was an honorary title. It was dark when we reached the shack. A dim light showed through the one window. When Rascal knocked on the door, the whole shack shook. Hey, Rascal, take it easy, I whispered. What's the matter? he asked. 
you're, you're being too rough. Look, the, the whole place shakes when you bang on the door like that. You're going to knock the shack down and, and then we'll be blamed for it. My father would go wild if I ever got into any trouble like that. The police would arrest us and, and the whole story would be in the paper. Youths destroy hovel. Babington. Police remain baffled this morning as to the probable motive behind the senseless destruction of the humble shack that was all Captain Andrew Leach, retired, could call home. The captain, discovered beneath the rubble, was also at a loss to explain why two unidentified youths had flattened his modest hovel. Continued with photos on page 18.